If you're new here welcome um if you're not thank you for being here it's been a while it's been i think i recorded on the second and it's the 16th now um and i apologize for that i have had a pretty busy few weeks i had midterms um and now this is my last week before i'm able to leave and go do some crazy stuff for a week um for thanksgiving break but yeah, I'm I'm happy to be recording. It's been a struggle to do so. Um, yeah, it's been a weird few weeks. Um, there was an eclipse. There's I think today is a conjunction between Venus and the I don't know, but some crazy astrological stuff going on. Um, and I, I had a few topics that I wanted to, like, talk about in terms of, like, whatever the name of this podcast is going to be, um, but I, I did not have a set plan, so I'm just gonna kind of go with the flow and, um, yeah, just go from there. So, to kind of give some background to how the last few weeks have been for me, I, um, I've been in such a self-conscious state, like, it's been pretty, pretty bad, um, I saw, like, a flashback on my Snapchat memories, curse the Snapchat memories, um, from me a year and a half ago, and, oh, yeah, around a year and a half ago, and I was in, like, the best shape of my life, and then I was like, wow, I've really taken, a, like, a downfall in terms of, like, physical, like, appearance, um, so that's been, like, really, really heavy on my heart, and, um, I've been, I've been reassured by different things, and I hope that if you are, like, experiencing, like, a a similar type of insecurity, it doesn't have to be, like, a physical insecurity, um, I guess I'll just kind of give, like, what helps what has helped ground me even though I still am not feeling the best I as much as I should be um I luckily being a philosophy major now like a lot of the readings that I am required to do for my major are honestly really good um it's a lot of like Taoism as of lately um and I mean when you're reading a lot about like perspectives on life and things of that sort it really does help ground you um so I'll probably be pulling from a few of my readings I love to quote in my notebook um just because I like to reference back to it and hopefully I you know hopefully that'll help everyone listening um yeah so I guess I want to start out with like perspective because my perspective has been back and forth and I feel like I'm living in two different heads um when I'm feeling confident or when I'm feeling hopeful as if like I'll get through this like I'm gonna get back to where I was like 
that type of thing, um, I am okay. Like, my perspective is very optimistic. Like, I am more outgoing and things of that sort. And then when I'm not, (laughs) my entire perspective shifts. And I'm like, man, the workouts that I was doing, they aren't working anymore. Like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with my body? I'm never going to get back to this. Like, where I was. But at the same time, I've also realized that when I was when I was training like a year and a half ago, like I said, I was training for something. I was training for track. And I realized that now I'm not necessarily doing that. And I think that's what's fucking me up. Which is crazy because you think about intention and how important intention is. And this is where it shines through. Like, I have this intention of wanting to improve in order to look better. I'm not wanting to improve to train for something or to be healthier. So I think that in itself is why it's not manifesting for me. Um, Which is a hard pill to swallow, honestly, because then I'm like, damn, like, I need to look for a positive intention because it being purely based off of the way I look is not it's not healthy it's toxic it's toxic um so if you are struggling with something you have to figure out why are you struggling and if you're trying to improve what are you improving for so Like I said, for me, it can't be just my physical appearance. I have to find it within myself. Why do I actually want to do this? I want to be healthy. I want to not let go of the fact that I may want to run track in the future. Like, all of these things that I need to remember and that I need to hold dear to me and close to me so that I am able to actually accomplish and see results within my training. Also, so that I'm motivated to actually go. Like, I find myself... I used to be so addicted to the gym. I would go once, maybe even twice today, and I would hit it hard. And I'd be running on top of that. But I'd be so motivated to do so. And now it's like, I have to drag myself there. Maybe it's because I have a lot of schoolwork and I'm just fatigued. But it's still, like, a struggle. So, finding my purpose really helped me, like, motivate myself. And I... (laughs) One of the things that I really can't stand, and it's kind of a pet peeve of mine, where people are like, oh, well, use, use your self, like, you know, negative self-talk as motivation. I can't do that. I'm sorry, but I cannot do that. I cannot do, like, cheesy motivational talks that are like, you can do it, you can do it, you can do anything. Because it's like, no, don't lie to me. <laughs> I can't do anything. Like, in all honesty, like, you have to be realistic, still hopeful, because there, you can do so many things, but there are only a certain amount of things that you can accomplish within your, your abilities, so, um, I just kind of, I don't, I always cringe when I hear, like, super cheesy motivational talk, or use that as motivation, like, yeah, you do that, like, you know? How about you do it? And then you come back to me and let me know if it works out for you. And for some, that might work and good for them. But personally, I can't. Um, But it's okay. It's all in everyone's highest good, obviously. You know, if you 
find super cheesy motivational, like, I don't know, speeches and, you know, conversations, if you find that to help you, then that is so nice because (laughs) I have to search for different ways to motivate myself. Um, Anyways, back to um, perspective. I've found that thinking about how many people are in this world has really helped me, like, ground myself and just remind myself that, like, hey, like, that person that made you feel insecure today when you saw them, like, they're one in how many people in this world, and we're all here to experience, like, everything is temporary, your body's temporary, your thoughts are temporary, so why should I be giving so much energy and worry to that so I don't know I I try to use that to help me um and just take like a a 3d type of perspective on the world and look at what it is that really matters um which is nothing physical it's not but finding the beauty in like life and conversation and connection like That's really what you're living for. You're not living to be the best looking. You're not living to be the most fit in the world or the fastest runner or whatever it may be, even in terms of careers. Like, you're not here to be the best accountant. You're not here to be the smartest astrophysicist, you know. You're here to experience and create your own reality and theories on how life should be lived and live it that way. Um... What really annoys me is capitalism and the way that, as a society, at least I feel like this, I feel like I'm trapped. Like, I cannot travel without money. I cannot drive my car without literally, like, pouring money into it and then (laughs) moving. Like, I don't know. I just, it frustrates me so much. But... That's the, that's the way the world works. There's nothing I can do to change that. And there's a certain amount of acceptance that I need to have so that I can... I don't want to say conform to the ways society works and um, how everything is set up in terms of capitalism, but I need to at least go with the flow in order to get where I actually want to be. Um, and live the lifestyle that I actually believe is the most um, fulfilling. The one thing that I wish I could make the collective aware of is the fact that like physical wealth is not is not your purpose here. Um, being at like such a big university now, like I see so many people who have like the newest handbag or like the nicest um ski gear and they've never gone skiing like you know it I mean it's all of this image that people want to create for themselves in order to perceive have people perceive them in a certain way and it's really sad like why wouldn't you want somebody to know the genuine essence of your of you um And that's, like, partially why, like, I have this podcast um, to kind of express, which, don't get me wrong, this will never be able to reach the, um, 
I don't even know the velocity of things in my brain like thinks in a day or in 10 minutes but I hope that this can at least in some ways translate what my essence is and really just like this is about kind of like you coming along with me in my journey and me trying to help you with everything that I learn and everything that I can express and I don't know hopefully like teach you and help you with I don't know (laughs) that's kind of my I mean that is my intention for the podcast um but again it all goes back to like this image of who you are um and honestly taking a step back and thinking how how do I express myself and how am I actually (laughs) like who who am I actually um because I've realized that like Think, there have been times where I've said something and I'm like, why did I say that? Like, that's not even me. That's not even who I am. And I think this has a lot to do with the ego. <laughs> whatever, um, any, I don't know, whoever's listening, like, whatever your beliefs are about the ego. In my interpretation, the ego is in control of your, you know, self-talk, of your negative self-talk, of your confidence and when something happens and like your pride is hurt that's your ego like when you get insulted by somebody and like you want to like you know bite back or whatever that's your ego talking and sometimes I'll say something or I'll act a certain way and I'm like that wasn't even me that was my ego or I'll get into this super negative mindset like super super bad and it could be set off by one little thing like me losing like I don't know a shirt that I was gonna wear and then it just disappears like that little thing will set me off because I'm internalizing all of my issues all of my stress and then boom I explode and then I get in this super negative like headspace where I'm I'm ugly I'm this I'm not good at anything why am I in school like you know just Things like that, that I should not be saying to myself and I should not be thinking. But that is not me. That's like a different, like, that's my ego. That's not who I truly am and how I truly feel. So I don't, I don't know if there's any way I can personally explain the ego anymore. Um, I know we, like, everybody has this, like, hidden hidden part of themselves um that's I don't want to say like a darker side but it's like the the raw essence of who you are and um sometimes like when we're alone with ourselves it's not always pretty um but that just goes to show that you're affected by your environment and um that who you're who you're around really like can cultivate how you're gonna act and how you can how you want to project yourself or show yourself um which is honestly really toxic but it's like a very like it's a human trait you know like we we act differently around different people um and that could just be because different people bring out goofier parts of our personality or different parts of our personalities or it could be that we actually subconsciously but not consciously know that we are putting out this kind of deceiving persona of who we are.
I don't know. I hope that makes sense. But <laughs> that's at least how I see, like, myself and my ego and how it's affected by external environment. Um, anyways, we're going to do some philosophy now and look at some quotes. And side note, I know that it is now, like, wintry season. Um, <clears throat> the time has changed, at least in Colorado. So it's, like, you know, the darkest part of the year. Um, and there's a lot of, like, seasonal depression that starts to come out for a lot of people. Um, which is so weird because I had my, like, I don't want to say, well, my spiritual awakening was on New Year's. Um, I, I was kind of just in a snap of a finger. And it was, you know, dead in the middle of winter. Which is crazy because I feel like I always get this very familiar feeling from that time in my life during this time of year it's just very nostalgic in a way um so i think that's the reason i am honestly okay with the darker darker um part of the year um i also think it's like a time where i kind of cocoon up and if you have issues with seasonal depression i really suggest that you kind of do this just kind of cocoon up in your own space and it's okay to shut out the world sometimes like, it really is. Like, nothing's going to fucking change. Like, <laughs> humans are always going to do the same shit and make the same mistakes over and over again because that, I mean, it's been proven in history, you know? Like, you're not going to miss shit. Please don't have, like, the fear, FOMO, fear of missing out. Like, that's a big thing, and I think that that's such, like, a shitty feeling to have. But when you really think about it, partying is always going to be there. Like, people are always going to be there. So, just take the time for yourself. But yes, I, I cocoon up. I get in my little, I light my candles. I get up early in the morning. And I meditate. Or sometimes I'll just sit there and just feel like the warmth of the candles. And like, light and incense and just kind of play with it. You know, like whatever you have to do to just ground yourself and to feel okay, do it. Um, and then get into a little routine. Like, Okay, I'm going to meditate, and then I'm going to get up, make something small, and then go to the gym, and then come back, and then get the shit done that I have to do so that I can, again, sit and read or sit and do something that I feel I need to do for myself. Something that I've also found during this time of year that really helps me is not using artificial light, using natural light, so... Um, candles, I literally will light, like, five or six candles around my room, and I even do this in my dorm room, even though I'm not supposed to, but I don't have a roommate, so fuck them, um, but yeah, so I just write, or I light <laughs> candles around my room, and that'll be my lighting for the night, I won't turn on any, like, bright lights, um, maybe I'll turn on, like, some, like, fairy lights that I have on, or whatever the fuck they're called, like, little light Anyways, um, but very dim lighting, and I think that this really helps me at this time of year because it helps me to stay in, like, a certain mindset, um, just, like, a more creative, open-minded type of mindset that makes me want to write and read and paint and listen to classical music, um, which is one other thing that I actually think is really important, but a lot of people don't realize 
or maybe that they just don't think about is the fact that the music and i think i've talked about this a little bit um in terms of like how important vibration is excuse me and like how music really does affect your well-being and how you're doing and kind of like shows what you're going through um and personally like i i love jazz jazz is my favorite genre more than edm more than anything and i really like i love all types of music um but jazz is always like hits close to home and i think that like winter is like total jazz season and i get so excited and i see how my music taste and like what I listen to the majority of the time really takes a shift, especially when it starts to get colder. Um, I listen to more jazz. I listen to more classical music. I listen to just music that puts me in, like I said, that mindset that opens my perspective to different, I don't know, idealisms and wanting to read and like makes me want to go out and converse with like different people from different countries and learn more things about history and it's just weird how music can really affect that um but I think that something important to do is to work your I don't know whatever music you're listening to around the time of year um summer is very like happy and vibrant and upbeat and like that's when I would listen to more EDM or just like some you know reggae whatever and then when it starts to get colder transition into more of like a lo-fi and then into a jazz into a classical and obviously I listen to everything but I think it's important to like almost like measure out your year and your time and listen to different because I mean music is vibration listen to different vibrations and see like how that helps you within that time of year like with the seasonal depression that often happens um and I'm sure that happens for me a little bit too but putting myself into that more open mindset that I can draw and paint and express myself in different ways to really helps to get me through (laughs) I don't know get me through the long winters and it really is interesting to see how I don't know. I think everyone who's listening should really reflect on what you enjoy doing and what music you enjoy listening to and how it affects you during which times of year. I also suggest looking at ways you express yourself. So, for example, I when it's winter, like I said, I like to paint. I like to like read a lot of books. I like to like journal and write a lot, which I like to do like all the time is journal, but I actually write, like, a lot during the winter. In comparison to summertime, for example, when I'm outside, I do a lot more with, like, dancing and doing things that are more active um, in terms of, like, expression. Um, I'll probably, like, sing more during the summer. I don't know. Things like that. Um, And, I mean, it obviously changes with the seasons, so... I think if you really, like, want to dig deep and figure out how you express yourself and what you like to do and kind of um, align that with what time of year it is and what kind of music you're listening to, see how it it affects you and see how, if it helps you in any way, um, 
write it down. That's what I always say. When in doubt, write it down. I don't know. I like to write everything down. <laughs> Anyways, I've been kind of procrastinating. Um, I'm going to read you. They're pretty short um, quotes from, oh my goodness, Dao De Jing. I'll read one from the Dao De Jing. If I can find it. <laughs> and I don't know if I talked about this in my previous episode or episodes, but for Taoists, it's very female oriented. And I know I have a big, like a bigger female crowd. Um, so I'm going to direct this towards the female crowd. But honestly, like males too, like you guys, I mean, everyone has feminine and masculine energy. So it's kind of just like identifying and like embracing each side of those energies um so yeah everybody can listen (laughs) everybody listen up so i'm gonna start with a quote that's from laos lousy lousy i don't really know how to pronounce his name honestly it's l-a-o-z-i and it's dao de jing it's like very like like i don't know it's ancient but it's very like standard text for taoism But basically, what this entire reading was saying is that the way is without force. Like, the way to maneuver yourself and live your life or deal with conflict and oppression even, like, it's through uh, wu-wei, which means doing nothing. But in doing nothing, you're doing everything. Um, It just basically means to not display, like, your anger and to not react, which is a huge thing. And even just in general, reactions are everything we have control over. Because we don't really have control over much when you think about it in terms of everything. You really have control over your reactions. But um, anyways, this do nothing is basically to diminish selfishness. And it's to reduce your desires because there's this limit amount of desire that you could have like it's just there's so much that you could have but if you don't display the objects of desire to yourself then you're not going to be disturbed you're not going to be in this conscious state of wanting something or feeling like you're incomplete so you do nothing (laughs) and that leads to no desires and it's not do nothing in terms of sit there and stare at the wall but it's your reactions. You do nothing. I don't know, man. I just think that <laughs> maybe it's a lot um, It's a lot less deep than I am perceiving it to be. But I don't know. I think that's just an important one because I'm honestly at the point where, I don't know, like I said in my like every other episode, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> um uh and i it's it's important for all of us to kind of just hit this spot where like you know i'm gonna live and i'm gonna take what comes and i'm gonna figure out a way to deal with it through my highest good and to start to start to change my life and to start to at least live in a sense of flow i just need to do nothing and react in in a tranquil way. So I don't really know what I'm going to title this episode. I'm already almost hitting 30 minutes. And I feel like I've not talked about that much. 
But anyways, thank you for listening. Um, I hope you have an amazing week. It has been a pleasure. Um, yeah, I'm excited to talk to you guys next week. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.